Welcome to Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Life isn't perfect, nor is it easy, but it can be enjoyable, fulfilling, and purposeful if we choose to create it to be so. Monday Motivations is a quick and easy way to help you create the rich and fulfilling life you desire. Your host, Corey Mendoza, is a highly sought-after speaker, coach, and author, influencing professionals to get real, work less, and live more balanced lives. Each Monday, she interviews an expert in their field to find tips, encouragement, and inspiration for your personal and professional success. Monday Motivations increases your awareness of what you can do with your current situation. Your sense of empowerment will expand, fears, doubts, and worries will vaporize, and you will see more possibilities every day. Let's dig into the next episode of Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Welcome to Monday Motivations. It's Corey Mendoza here, and we have our guest today, Mary Emma Jeff. Um, phenomenal friend. She was my business coach back when I was trying to build my little baby practice. And you have just helped me so much over the years. Like I'm so thrilled, so thrilled to get to share you with um, anybody that gets this. So those on my blog list or um, setting up this podcast. So I'm I'm just trying to get back out in the world and share positivity and inspiration. I've been been kind of uh, doing it just with one-on-one clients, but I, I really felt it was time to just get out there. And so I went back to my book I wrote in 2011 mm. and it, so there's good. 52 messages in here. So it's called Monday Motivations, 52 Weeks to a More Purposeful You. Every week, it's just one simple page, one simple message on a topic to help us be more purposeful with our lives and then a spot for journaling. So um, Marianne Emma Jeff. Uh, She is founder and CEO of Momentum Squad. She shows smart, ambitious, professional women, which is why I was one of her clients. Just kidding. Yeah. (laughs) Um, She shows smart, ambitious, professional women how to harness their big ideas, master their time, and upgrade their actions so that they can increase their productivity without the push and tap into their natural momentum. So anybody ready to challenge themselves to deliberately disrupt reality and create change to reinvent your relationship with productivity, master your time and upgrade your actions, it's time to turn up the volume on your passion and excitement and look beyond now into what's next as you think big, Start small and own your momentum with ease, flow, and satisfaction every day. So Marianne, she is the get it done diva. She's going to help you do just that. And we are so excited to get to you today about perspective. So wait, yeah, perspective, page 15. And vision, vision and and perspective. Yep. Yep. So, so tell me what, what did you think? What did you think about this topic? Well, first of all, thank you, Corey. I really appreciate you inviting me to be a part of this. I always am in awe of what you're doing, of your authenticity, your truth, the way that you see through things and you see very clearly and then you're able to communicate things in a very clear way. So it's really 
an honor to be doing this podcast with you. Thank you so much, Corey. So in terms of perspective and vision, first, honestly, what I'd like to do is define for myself, for those of you who are listening, perspective and vision, because they're two very different things. And I want to make sure that as I'm talking about each of them, everybody's understanding what I'm meaning. I'm, I'm a real stickler for words because I think any word, whether it's love or it's software, it doesn't matter what the word is. We all have a different perspective on what that word means to us. So uh, if I look at, let's say, perspective to start with, perspective for me means to be reactive. It's how we choose to see mm -hmm. a situation, an object, or an experience. And there'll be some kind of stimulus usually in terms of perspective. It could be a person, a place, or it could be a project. It could be anything that is the stimulus for, for us to this, have this reaction, which is perspective. And mm -hmm. what I mean by that is a, a really simple example is if you walk around the corner and you witness a car accident, depending on where you're standing, you're gonna, experience you're going to have a different perspective of that car accident what you bring to that moment whether you've been in a car accident whether you're feeling well that day whether you're you know standing in a slightly different spot is going to make the perspective that you have in that moment different than the person even standing next to you and i feel like perspective is something that is fluid it's very fluid. It can change mm -hmm. and it requires an object or, or an experience to have a perspective about. So that that's what I mean by perspective. Does that make sense, Corey? Yeah. No, I, I love that you're coming at this right from the get-go. Like, hey, wait, let's get clear what is perspective. And I, I agree with you entirely because our perspectives can change over our life. Mm -hmm. They do change. Mm -hmm. But from but moment to of, moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I like what you're saying. There's there's an essence of reactivity that mm -hmm. is part of this topic of perspective. Because yeah. it's quick. But it, it, and it's it's like a knee-jerk reaction a lot yep. of times. You know, it might be part of the beliefs we have. There's a lot of stuff that can be a part of that. Now, if we look at vision, right? The way I define vision is that it's it's more proactive. So mm -hmm. perspective is reactive, vision is more proactive. Mm -hmm. It's a conscious choice. And it's usually about how we see things in the future. Not always, but vision is usually future driven. Whereas perspective might be how we're looking at something that happened in the past or what's happening right now, or maybe the future. Um, we can imagine um, using our imagination, our vision. I, 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 the word vision and imagination pretty much the same thing for me, right? Yeah. So we can imagine in your mind how it might feel to go on vacation. That's us using our vision. We're mm -hmm. looking at the future. We're looking at, oh, you know, we might have a vision that it's a really crappy vacation. We have the perspective that in the past we've had crappy vacations, but we can see in the future. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes when we're thinking about things, it does tend to have usually a more positive slant when we're talking about vision, whereas perspective could go kind of either way, tends to verge more on the negative. Um, well, I want to interrupt real quick. Yeah. So our perspective will fuel 
what type of vision we are able to create or imagine. So like, let's say, and I do find this, even yes. I've been using your, your uh, 90 day playbook, which we'll talk about in a bit, but if I'm trying to plan or visualize my future, but I'm in a negative perspective, it's going to limit what I can imagine. Yes, it, it, it does, which is, um, and I'm going to give you in a minute, my favorite way, the most pivotal way to use vision to avoid that as much as possible. Love it. Um, but let me give you kind of the usual ways that people are used to thinking about vision, right? We, most people are used to thinking about doing a vision board or thinking in terms of daydreaming, going on a guided meditation or playing a movie in your mind. So more visual. People think of vision as being very visual. This is the, the, the house that I want to buy. This is the partner that I want. And I'm going to create a vision about it. And I'm going to start with the catalyst, the inspiration being pictures. But there's a lot of different ways that we can actually do visioning or use vision as a tool to really create some change and momentum in our lives. And other ways that one of the ways I like to do vision, um, it's not the best way, but it is one of my favorite ways is to use numbers. Like if I'm figuring out pricing or packages for a product or service that I've got coming up, or if you were maybe figuring out kind of budget or things that you wanted, I find doing a little very simple, I'm not gonna be doing calculus or anything like that, but a little simple math on the page, scribbling some numbers down allows me to begin to breathe life into what I'm imagining. And I, I know from working with you in the past, Corey, that you do like a little bit of the nuts and bolts oh, in that yeah. too. And I wanna bring that up because a lot of people think that vision has to be this you know, kind of vis visual or intangible, and it can be very logical nuts and bolts, oh, yeah. but it's how you approach it. It's, it's the playfulness that you bring to it. Mm -hmm. So when you're playing with some numbers with a little bit of math, that can do it. You can use other senses. You can use your, your sense of smell, your sense of taste, and, and use that to trigger some vision and different, different ways of approaching vision. And words, I think a lot of people are familiar with journaling and doing words, all really good ways to approach vision as a tool to create a more purposeful and intentional life, or what I like to say, to create more momentum, more ease, flow, and joy in your life. But my absolute favorite way to use vision is to actually step into it emotionally. Yes. So uh, you yes. were saying that sometimes perspective, the uh, emotion you're bringing to something mm -hmm. can get in the way of you actually being able to open up to some positive vision. But if you start with the emotions of things, it tends to ease the path. And, and I hate to be so intangible here. So let's bring this down to something that really makes sense so people can get their teeth into what we're talking about here. It's to think of what you want, maybe using one of the other ways to start with. So imagine that uh, I wanted to write a book, right? One of the things that you know, I love setting goals. I love organizing. I love productivity. A few, it's over a decade ago now, I wanted to write 
a proper book. I'd written and published other books, but I wanted that proper book. And I kept thinking about it and using vision in different ways, uh, maybe seeing it, maybe starting to look at how I might do it. And it wasn't creating much moment momentum. I was just felt like I kept hitting a lot of resistance, putting the brakes on. And it was one of those, oh, I really want to write the book. I really want to write that book. One of those reoccurring goals yeah. that just keeps coming up again and again. And then what I did is I started to feel into what would it feel like to have written the book? So letting go of all the, how am I going to do this? And um, all of the other ways of visioning and simply feeling my way forward into what will it feel like to have written the book? Um, emotionally, will I feel confident? Will I feel courageous? Will I feel clarity? Will I feel that I am being creative and it, will I feel like I'm in a place of truth that I'm expressing mm -hmm. myself and can you see when I'm just saying these words whoo, my engine gets revved up more than if I'm putting more detail on them because sometimes yeah. when we're putting more of that detail with that picture or that exact written description of how much money yeah. we want to make the problem is the BS meter in our heads is, is set off. The alarm goes off and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of that, that perspective, that old way of looking at things can get activated and it actually prevents us from moving forward. But if we really tune into, I'm going to feel this way and I, you know, it will feel like this and it will feel like this and it will feel like this. There is other times already right now in this moment where I'm feeling confident, I'm feeling playful, I'm feeling creative. So these aren't such a big leap for me. And it makes it so that I'm able to activate vision more. And so kind of going into one of the other questions that you had had mentioned that you wanted to talk well, about. Before you move on, yeah, quickly, yeah. I just I kind of want to lock in what you're sharing. Yes, yeah, so basically, yeah, yeah um you're you've you've separated perspective with vision because perspective is it's more based on what we bring to the table and it causes an initial reaction where vision is more about imagination and and hope for the future so yes and and then then you went on to share with us that this, these new ways to invest in vision. And I, and I really, I don't want to move too fast on this because yeah, you yeah. really touched on some important things. I love like a lot of people listening, they watch the secret or they, they get vision boards or, and it's like, that's great. That's cool. Definitely do that. But then you added part of your vision can be numbers facts, more of that logical aspect of it. But then that third piece you brought, I, I'm certainly going to walk away with that is to spend more time feeling into what would it feel like. And I really think that, that if we give ourselves that liberty to go there, more clarity will come for the visual image. Yes. Would you yes. Agree? Yes. It's it, you can, a short hand way of thinking about it is to feel your way forward. Mm -hmm. You're feeling your way forward. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, what would that feel like? And 
you know, I'm a huge fan. You mentioned like the 90 day playbook that I yeah. have. I, I really love thinking in terms of 90 day chunks of time. I love that. Too. And so one of the things in there is a 90 day plan. And I love you. I, I love bridging the gap between the feelings and then the logic and yeah. bringing those two things together. And you can create a 90 day plan. This is the big goal I want. These are the projects I'm going to work on. But then what I have my ladies do is I have them write a vision statement for the 90 days based on that information. So now we're using writing as a tool for vision mm -hmm. and they'll write down as if it's already happened using some of their power words, some of those words that really mean something deep to them within the vision statement. Mm -hmm. And what I find is then when I get them to read it out loud, it's like when you're looking for that perfect dress and you're shopping and you try dresses on, you don't know till you take it off the hanger if it's yeah. going to be right. You yeah. put it on and it's the way it feels and the way it looks and it all comes together and you know that is the right dress. Well, a vision statement and reading that out loud it's like trying on the goals that you can, I mean, let's yes. be honest here. And I'm guessing anyone that's watching, you're go-getters, it's why you're watching something like this. Yeah. And so you're wanting to, and are willing and able to invest time and energy in what it is that you want. We don't wanna put the train on the wrong track. Right. And so this extra step of doing this vision statement is a way for you to, yes, it's words, but when you say the words out loud, you can feel how it yeah. will feel and your BS meter will go off mm. and you realize I need to adjust that goal and I need to eliminate that goal. I need to use different words here mm -hmm. and you can create this winning environment for yourself just like you would by trying on the clothes and then maybe having it. Oh, it just needs adjusting just here or I need it in a slightly different color. So it's but it is about that feeling yeah. it's it's about approaching goal setting creating change you know I, I'm talking about goal setting and I know what really is important to you Corey is about people living a more purposeful and intentional life and I I believe that change is critical in order to do that whether Absolutely. we call it intentional and purposeful, whether we call it momentum, which is ease, joy and flow for me, whatever words we use for that. Mm -hmm. It means that where we are is not where we want to be. And in order to get yeah. to where we want to some kind of change. Now, having to wanting change doesn't mean there is anything wrong with us. The women right. that I work with, as I said, they're smart, ambitious women. They're doing great things in the world. Mm -hmm. Change is also really that upgrading, the upgrading, more intentional, more purposeful living. Well, and so as yeah. you were talking, like I got emotional because I'm thinking about how powerful would it be for freshmen and college students like, like they many, like when you were talking about the train being on the wrong track, like spending time feeling, so say their goal is to become an attorney or how many people get degrees yes. and yeah. then they don't yeah. use them or they're, they're in their career, they feel stuck. And, and that's where I feel like you and I have always aligned is that, that permission, that encouragement, that provocation to have the courage 
to admit the truth to ourselves. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and so, and, and it's funny because I am doing, I did your SWOT analysis. I'm doing that. And I, our viewers don't know what this is. So can you just do like a 30 second, like, what is this? Yeah. They get it. Not a sales. Yeah. Piece, but we keep talking. Yeah. About yeah. Yeah. It, so. yeah. Yeah. So it's like, we're leaving them out or something. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a planner. It's, it's a, it's a planner where you plan your week, you plan your, your month. It's got daily pages on the, on the, surface it's just a regular planner but what's different about this what i call the momentum 90 day playbook is because the emphasis is on playing in here and the emphasis is on feeling so what you're going to notice in here which you probably won't find in a regular planner is on the daily pages you're going to see that it's going to ask you right now i feel yeah dot dot, dot. And so it's reminding you to constantly be checking in with how you're feeling. Okay. And on the on the week, as we look at the the week, you're gonna you're gonna find the same thing. How are you feeling? Um, and you know, what are you appreciating? What are you grateful for? Okay. So a lot of the planner is built around those questions in it so you can get curious and you can check in with yourself rather than just going I want this goal and I'm going to do it this way yeah. and this is how and that's pushing so my whole stance is productivity without the push we don't need the push mm -hmm. we achieve more when we start pushing the example I shared about me writing the book when I was pushing 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 the book nothing was happening when I fell into the book you know what happened Corey less than three weeks less than three weeks to write to publish and to hit number one exactly on less than exactly. three weeks that's the kind of momentum we create when we feel our way into things and then we tap into our natural momentum now i'm not saying that there wasn't things information i was gathering things sure. i was learning experiences that were happening yeah. that contributed to that that did not happen in that three weeks but really the, the the gist of it really happened in three weeks and the reason i'm so passionate about this Corey, is because one of the most pivotal things that's happened and and the biggest change that's happened in my life is when i quit drinking Mm. because mm -hmm. I mean I I started drinking when I was eight or nine years old mm -hmm. and by the time I was in my 20s and 30s I was just a really high functioning alcoholic I was drinking two liters at least a day of red wine um, and just not feeling like I was living an authentic authentic life I, I there was this this secret that I was hiding I was projecting that I was this powerful leader that I was uh, all about truth and authenticity and then here I have this dirty little secret and I'm really having to work hard to hold everything together and I I'd done you know, gone a year without drinking. I'd, I'd done a, worked the program here and there and done other things to, to work at quitting drinking. Um, but it, nothing was, was able to feel right because it wasn't until, and the shift for me was that I felt like if I, every time I looked at, at, at giving up drinking, just in the language right there is the clue. Mm -hmm. It was giving something up, giving up. I was approaching my 40th birthday at the time. I, get, I can't have champagne for my 40th birthday. Now, to me now, that feels like who gives a damn, right? Yeah. But at the time, it, it encapsulated the emotion, the feeling of fun, of celebration, mm -hmm. of reward. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. alcohol stood for emotionally all of these things and there was this pivotal moment that I had mm -hmm. where I suddenly realized that I what I was gaining instead of what I was giving up and I got the feeling of that I got the feeling of living consciously of being awake and how great that would feel and I, I tried it on like the clothes in in a split second that came in I was so lucky it just came into my mind to approach it from emotions rather than pushing working a program or doing things logically and that day I quit drinking that was over 15 years ago and I have never had a drink since and and the thing is I haven't even had the desire when I quit before and I was working the program when it it was like I was suffering every day and I had to talk about how hard it was. Now, I don't even know what day it was I quit. I say it's around 15 years. I don't know. I don't need to check it You don't it have off. a tracker. It's been 3,929 days. De days. And I don't, it doesn't matter, right? None of it matters. And so it, it really, that's one of the biggest breakthroughs. And that's why I'm so passionate about this idea of approaching things yeah. in a different way. And we all have these changes we want to make. It might be that you want to maybe not just have so many glasses of wine, you know, be at the mm -hmm. extreme I was, or that it's that you want to write that book or you want to get that promotion or you want to quit your day job, whatever that is that you want to do, working at it, it doesn't work. It just yep. pushes, it I burns totally you out and makes you feel bad. You, and you know what's so cool? Like we're we're in a little cul-de-sac and I, I'm happy with it because do you know who Annie Grace is? She wrote a book, This Naked Mind and the 30-Day Alcohol Experiment. And she she's, she's part of, there's a big movement going on living an alcohol-free lifestyle. And, and she's touching hundreds of thousands of lives and helping them live alcohol-free because her methods are exactly what you're talking about. So you just, that just uh, okay. happens to you in your own path. Well, she actually mm -hmm. now has books, programs. I listen to her podcast right. because she, the way she thinks is it's empowering and it's, it's just the same way that you think. And that's yes. why every time you and I sync up, it's like, I feel like I just plugged my iPhone battery or my iPhone in. Like I'm the iPhone. I just got plugged in because it has to do with authentic living. I think anything we're trying to change, if we're, if we have the courage to be honest with ourselves, we really don't want the negative habits, whatever they are, whether it's gossiping, like, yeah. you know, um, having relationships with people and going to these lunches and hanging out where it's all negative and we come home, we don't feel good about it. It's like, if we just lean into the truth of what we really want and feel, the, the low level desire for the negative is not that truthful. It's just- And I, I, I find that if we just, just, you know, we don't even need to really dig too deeply and oh I don't want to do that and I did it again like um it's you know Abraham Hicks who I'm a huge fan oh, of has that. a thing with emotional scale and it's in yeah. the back of the playbook and it's hard to see here but bottom line this is a list of 22 words and somebody described it the other day and I loved it so much 
It's just looking at the list and you acknowledge where you're at. It's how I use it. So you notice, you look at the list and you go, oh, today I'm feeling angry or today I'm feeling uh, joy or I'm feeling optimistic or hopeful, right? But the, the, the levels at the bottom are, are more of your kind of stuckness, more of your negative emotions. And then at the top, you've got the more, you're in the flow, more joyful. But you, you could think of it as you're in the basement or you're in the penthouse. And so you're just looking at this list and you go, oh, you know what? I'm in the basement and I want to take the elevator to the penthouse. And it's there's no judgment there. Like when you go get in an elevator, you don't go, oh no, I'm in the basement. How awful of me to be How in did the I basement. get here? <laughs> yeah, how did I get here? And I need to figure it out. And you know, you just get in the elevator and you hit the button and you go to the next floor. And that's how, how I like to approach just using your emotions, whether it's in vision or whether it is in, in any area of your life, just tuning in more, which is why in the playbook, it's all about what, how are you feeling right now? How are you feeling right now? So that you can really tap into that. There's actually, I believe, five elements that are key. So can I share yes, the five please. elements with Absolutely. you? Absolutely. So one of them we've been talking about here, you, we might call it vision. I like to call it imagination. That Think of that as an on-ramp to owning your momentum, to owning being in a state of ease, flow, and joy. You can use vision. We've described how you can do that a little bit today to get to that place. But there's four other ones, and it doesn't really matter which one you use when. Uh, the, the, another one is hunger, and you touched on it a minute ago. I like, I love to call it hunger because I think that really cuts the emotion of it. It's like, what do you want? Are you hungry? What are you hungry for? Right. And if you don't know what you're hungry for, then you're going to be really struggling. So we've got hunger, we've got imagination, then we have action. But I, I don't want you to think of it as I'm going to go out and I'm going to do a bunch of stuff. What I mean by action is listening for the impulse to take action. Mm -hmm. So it's not just pushing, mm -hmm. it's listening and acting. Mm -hmm. And then we have change, creating change. And it, like in my introduction, you mentioned, uh, I love to dis deliberately disrupt people's reality and my own reality, create change. That's a really great way to get a momentum. And the final way is curiosity. And that's about really asking questions. What's working? Why is that working? You know, even it, they, they all kind of cross together, like what do I want and why do I want that? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of ways that we can use curiosity. All of these five elements, if you can own all of these five, then you can own your momentum. And then you're in charge of being mm -hmm. in the penthouse and being in momentum and ease and joy and flow rather than being down in the basement and being in that place of stuckness. Absolutely. I love it. And um, so, you know, having that, those, those five things working, it's probably not so much like in that order, right? Like you could just grab Doesn't matter. Be, be a little bit, and that ties back into perspective, getting curious, what perspective am I in? What, yeah. is there another perspective that would help me have greater imagination to vision what the future could be like? Um, I, I like the perspective I, I use and you and I worked a lot with this. Um, and then in the coaching work that I do, it's like future self, but what would my 90 year old self, how would my 90 year old self look at this thing that's keeping me up at night? Yeah. Or, or yeah. Look at this yeah. area I have angst in. 
So, um, so, you know, what, what would, is the advice that you would give yourself and others concerning this topic? Like if you could just sum it up into like a sentence, one, you know, advice. I'm actually, I have three little things that I just keep in mind that are really helpful for me. They're like, I call them my, my, my agreements. These are, these are my top three agreements that I make with myself and they help me with all of these things. So the first one is don't rush and push. Nothing good ever comes out of it. Mm. And it's all about that mentality where you're just pushing. And, and it's easy. These three things, I, I say these three things because these are easy. You can apply them anytime. Oh, I'm rushing and pushing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to create more, but it's going to create less. So don't rush and push. The second one, you know, sometimes it's hard to admit this one and and it may be true for all of you. It may be not. But I know for me, I have to keep reminding myself I have nothing to prove to myself or anyone else. Mm. I have nothing to prove because when I'm in the state where I'm doing things, it can cloud my vision. It can cloud my perspective. If I am trying to prove myself and the way to check with that is just to take a second, take a beat and go. Why am I, why am I about to say that? Or why did I say that? Or why am I doing that? Or why am I going to this event? Or why am I saying, yes, let's get coffee? Or why am I, I think time, Mm -hmm. why a lot of times it's proving ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And so if I ask my, you you just start asking yourself, why am I trying to prove something here? Cause I don't need to, Mm -hmm. then you can trim your to-do list, create more space and create more vision in your life. Mm -hmm. And the final, the third one is, and this is huge for me. And I, I think I've really landed into a strong desire that this is the new benchmark of how I want to live my life over the last two years. And it's don't sacrifice joy now for joy later. Mm. So don't sacrifice joy now for joy later, because um, I'm not willing to do that anymore. I'm not willing to kick Uh, you know, get my butt into gear, burn myself out, end up in in bed for six months because I'm really sick because I wanted to accomplish X, Y, or Z. I'm not even willing to uh, tolerate sitting and my leg falling to sleep or fog on my, my glasses or what I've really upgraded how I feel about this. So those three things are don't rush and push. You have nothing to prove to yourself or anyone else and don't sacrifice joy now for joy later Mm -hmm. that I feel like are the three things are a really great agreements to make with yourself that Mm -hmm. will help you with all of this and absolutely oh my gosh I I can't believe we've like blown through (laughs) together I mean you're just like a dynamite I hope everybody's super inspired if anyone wants to get a hold of you you work with um women entrepreneurs right um and And professional women and professional women, you, um, I like what you said, trim, what was it? You said something about uh, right at the end about trimming, trimming your, your to-do list. To-do list. Yeah. 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 I like Creating that. space. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's a big part of what I do. Yeah. Yep. And, and so, um, let's see, people can get a hold of you at, um, let's see, there's a, there's a website, which we will post mm-hmm. in here but it's momentumsquad.com forward slash reboot. 
Um, yes, there's a little free program. This is a free program. Yeah. So I'm really excited to share that with people that want to reboot, get a taste of some of this, this stuff in here. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm just getting started. Thank you so much for sending this to me. I am You're already welcome. feeling the effects of it. So Mary, Emma, Jeff, and thank, thank you. you so much. And you're welcome. And in the reboot, just so that they know, they're going to get um, be reminded about those three things I just mentioned, and they'll be walked through creating a 90 day power plan. So that that's really great little program. Thank you so much for having me, Corey. It's Thank such a you. pleasure to just feel the energy of us being together and collaborating. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Did this conversation spark something in you? Did you have an aha moment? Share it with us by writing a review on this episode on your podcast player. Help us get the good news out in the world and help others find this podcast by giving it a five-star review. And be sure to subscribe to the Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza podcast to not miss the next episode. To learn more about Corey and her brand, Volition, visit choosevolition.com.